Hello everybody, this is David, aka D4BD with Wumi Bello, and it's my favorite interview ever, right here, right now. We talked about everything, so you don't want to miss it. Period. I'm very excited for the guest I've got on the show today, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm Not only am I a fan of his music, but I'm also just a fan of his... You know there's some people that you watch their content, like so you listen to their music, you watch some of the content they create on TikTok, on Twitter, and you're just like, I, I feel your essence, like I, I can tell outside of the, what you're putting out there, like you're just a good human being, like you've got a very good soul about you. So I'm very, very, very excited to kind of get to know him, uncover him a little bit. He is someone who has taken the world by storm, and he is so young! I saw his age the other day, I said, Jesus Christ, how can he be this young? I'm gonna be speaking to a natural, I feel like, I, I literally, like a baby, but a baby who's a genius. So right now, can I get a massive round of applause for David, please? Hey. 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 Welcome! How are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm so good, welcome to London. Thank you for having me, it's a beautiful city. Really, you enjoying yourself? Yes. And what have you been getting Every up to, talk to me a little bit. I mean, the first time I was here, I went to Big Ben, I saw all the sights, I went to the Eye, and then Buckingham Palace, and then Rain, and I didn't get to see the guards, but right now it's just, you know, running around the city, yeah. shopping, promo, yeah. this, you know? <laughs> I so. love it. You know what, anytime I speak to an American, they're always just like, the food in London is just not the best, so I want to know what your experience with food that? is. Glorilla, literally, I spoke to her not too long ago, she was like, yeah, you guys don't eat, like, what do you eat here? This room. Come on, come on, come on. I like no, like what do you get? What do you get from the shoom? I got me. butter chicken. Yeah. The ruby chicken. Okay. Uh, garlic naan, and then uh, biryani. So you're basically a Londoner now. Indeed. Welcome. Indeed. Round of applause, please. Hello, Londoner. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. So, <laughs> David. You're so interesting and I'm, I'm genuinely like I'm really excited for this conversation because you know I'm really big on like trying to understand people and I think you are. I'm like, what's going on in his brain? That's kind of what I like, literally what I want to know. I'm like, what is going on in his brain? Like right now you are absolutely killing it. You are dominating the world. You are not just, you know, an artist who's succeeding in America, but you're taking, it's the, it's the world. It's like, you're hearing it in Singapore, you're hearing it here. It's, it's all over the world. How is a 17 year old kind of immersing himself into this newfound stardom that you're, it's, it's like, it's, it's great because it's even just the beginning. Like it's only just the beginning. So how are you feeling about all of this? I mean, it's an absolute blessing. I mean, that's the only way I can describe it. It's yeah. surreal. Still trying to process everything myself, but um, you know, just taking the right steps, taking one day at a time, process, taking information. Don't make too quick, hasty decisions, mm -hmm. and uh, just trust the process. Yeah. You feel like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Uh, yeah. Now, I was mm. like in the beginning, I was like, yo, music? Mm. Question mark. Mm. But um, now it's like. Music exclamation point. Period. So, yeah. Okay, let's let's go back a little bit. Um, there was a there was a tweet that I saw. I think he was talking about because I know you were, you were homeschooled, right? Mm -hmm. And there was a tweet I saw basically where you were talking about feeling like I think you were saying like some of your friends were they listened to like rap music and like, you hadn't you felt like you had no one to connect to when it comes to music and kind of just like being in your own world. Mm -hmm. And you kind of mentioned some of your favorite artists, right? So I want to talk to you about. Being someone who, I don't know if homeschooling played any role in this, but being someone who listened to something like so completely different to maybe like all his friends, etc. If like what, what that experience was like for you? Um, it kind of shaped the way I thought, mm -hmm. you know, and how I perceived everybody else and how they perceived me. I mean, I, were, I was listening to what, Paramore Decode mm -hmm. and I got bullied for it because I was like, who's listening to her? Why are you listening to her rock? Like put on some future. And I was like, no, nah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really rock with that right now. Mm. So... It's just like, you know, finding your own unique niche and mm -hmm. following your own path 
instead of trying to you know adapt and to acclimate to what everybody else wants you to do, mm -hmm. um, just being uh, yourself. I mean, as cliche as it sounds, that's really yeah. all you got to do. Yeah. To be honest. So. How, what was your experience of homeschooling? What was that like for you? It was tragic the first two years. Um, I remember just like... Tragic? Shit. <laughs> yeah, like after middle school, it's like I was a big Snapchat streaker. Yeah. Like, my Snap score was like 300,000. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then after I got homeschooled, it was like next year I got no phone calls, no texts, no snaps. Like the only thing I got wow. was from Team Snapchat. Next wow. day I was like, yo, do I really have friends? It's like nobody hit me up. It was like... What less you being homeschooled? Because I'm assuming so you were saying you weren't homeschooled beforehand. Mm mm. I was homeschooled um, after seventh grade, oh, so wow. eighth grade to my graduating year. Wow. I was homeschooled. My gosh, that's yeah. a like, what what less are you actually going to the homeschool? Parents. Part? Okay, was there yeah. a reason for that? Was it just a matter of like something different? Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to you know make sure I was learning the right stuff mm. and just a controlled learning environment. Mm -hmm. I mean, I. I I applaud them for that now because, yeah. you know, music came about it. There's so many creative outlets and avenues I could take while um, being self-educated because mm. it was on the computer. Everything was accessible to me. I did cheat on a couple tests. Did but, you? hey. Excuse me? Um, <laughs> it's just like learning what you need to learn instead of learning what somebody wants you to learn for their mm. game, if that mm. makes sense. Because you can just find out what you like as a person, how your brain works, and then learn based on your learning pattern. Experience, yeah. So. Okay, I'm going to come back to that because I think there's a lot that you want to you said there that I want to unpack. Before we do that, I want to play a little game with you, right? Okay. It's a little game called This or That, just to get, get to know you a little better. So, inspiration from anime or inspiration from real life experience? Anime. Okay. Anime for Why sure. anime? Because it's so unrealistic. <laughs> I like like unexpected, unrealistic stuff. It's like, you know what's gonna happen in real life. There's mm. real life consequences, but in anime, like people can come back to life. Okay, let's talk family time or alone time. I'm definitely more of like a alone time person, so I wanna know what yours is. I'm an alone time person as well. I really? love family time, but it's like, you're 100% you when you're by yourself. Mm. For sure, I mean, there's nobody that knows you better than you. So when you're by yourself, with your own thoughts, I feel like you can understand things better mm -hmm. rather than having input from everybody at the same time. You feel like that helps you. So you know when you are around people. Oh, definitely. Yeah, so you feel like because you've spent so much alone time, you can then carry yourself and exactly. be yourself a lot more with people. I hear that. Okay, so TikTok or Twitter? Ooh. I knew that was going to be a difficult one for you. Can I I'll guess? Say, Do you want me to guess? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think Twitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Wait, yeah. Okay, I have yeah. a feeling. Because TikTok is like so, you're so far away from those creators. All, all you can really do is comment. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you can DM and do everything too, but I feel like Twitter is such a personal place. Yeah. I think that's the first social media I ever had aside from YouTube, but I don't really count YouTube as a social media, but why I met so many- Why don't you count YouTube as a social media? That's interesting. Because it's like, it's all videos. Mm -hmm. I mean, it kind of is. Now you can post pictures and stuff on community Yeah, posts. but I don't really feel like that. And now you can post yeah. like reels too. Literally. So I guess it is a social media now. But before I didn't count it as one because it's like, kind of a separation between the art and the artist. Yeah. that makes sense? Mm -hmm. But. Yeah, Twitter is so, so personal, um, and, and you're really connecting with people on Twitter rather yeah. than TikTok, so. And I feel like that's one thing you, you do a lot. Like, you are very, very, very personal on there. And one of the cool things, like, just going kind of back to what you were saying on Twitter, about like you feeling like you know your friend. that's some of the things I saw on there, like you're talking about, you know, your friends listen to like different music to you. And then like, talking about Fortnite and you thinking <laughs> that, that was what that that was because that's how you started, right? In the oh, gaming yeah. space, and mm -hmm. you thought that 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 was what was going to take you to the next level of your career, and it wasn't. But you were very vocal about that on on Twitter. Was there a reason why you why that was the space where you kind of allowed it to be your outlet to tell people, you know, how you felt? I mean, I was in a Fortnite community. If mm -hmm. I wasn't like regular Twitter, I probably wouldn't have. But like everybody that followed me and I followed was in the Fortnite space. Oh, okay. So they pretty they pretty much understood mm -hmm. 
everything I was saying, mm -hmm. like photocopies of me. Like if you get in a gaming community, like those are your people. Like that's you. Um, you can be in Alaska, New York, wherever. That's like another you mm. in that place. So. But that's, there's another thing that you spoke about a lot on Twitter as well. Where you, you, I think it's even on your bio now. Right. You're just like, God, full stop. Yeah. There was a tweet you said, and I want to break this down, mm. right? Because I think this is just, I think in my life anyway, God plays such a massive role in every single thing that I do. And I can clearly kind of sense that in your life as well. No, it's such definitely. a massive part. You wrote a tweet, um, this was probably back in like 2020. What you went that far Listen, back? don't play with me. I don't, I don't play, I don't play. Yeah. But, no, you basically were talking about how um, you were like, God, I told you, I'm not your strongest soldier. And you keep playing me. So when I see you, something, something, something like that. And I was like, wow, you are really, you are really, you're really about this. So talk to me about that. I don't know if you remember this particular tweet I'm talking about. Oh, I do, definitely. You do. So talk mm -hmm. to me about that time. What was going on in your life that time that you were kind of like, God, I'm not your, because that, that's a reality thing. Like a lot of us, you know, it's like, I'm not, I'm, listen, God, I love you, but I'm actually not that strong. Word. So take this pain away from me. Word. So what were you going through at that time that led to you right That was peak homeschool time mm. right there. Like quarantine as well. Um, just being isolated mm -hmm. and not having like the, the outlet I wanted to. It's a lot of prayer, a lot of meditation. Um, but yeah, it was just like, I really did feel alone in 2020. Like, I mean, everybody did it in quarantine, everybody was in their houses, but like, for me, being homeschooled right before that too, yeah. and now everybody's in their house. Yeah, it's more intense. Like, now I can't go outside at all, really? So it was like, man, I really am not <laughs> the mm. strongest soldier. Mm. But you know, you just gotta trust. Yeah. It's all about trust. Faith. Mm -hmm. How did you find your faith in God? What did that relationship, because I think, that, I don't know if you've noticed, but I feel like right now everybody is very, Everybody feel. Everybody seems like they are on this journey of finding their relationship with God and their walk with God. So I kind of want to know from your end, especially being so young, and I hate to keep bringing this up because there's nothing wrong with you know having a relationship with God at such a young age. But mm -hmm. you know, I have loads of like 17 year olds and like people around me that I'm, they, this is not the conversation I'll be having with them. So I kind of I want to understand you know what led to you even finding your faith in the way that you have. My parents, man, such a strong foundation. Mm. Um, at church, grew up in the church. Yeah. Church choir was like the first real taste I had of music. I had no like drive to make music, yeah. but to sing. I mean, I looked up to my choir members for so long. It's like, how do you do vocal runs like I that? It's that. so crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for them, keeping me on a straight and narrow, mm -hmm. you know, keep me humble, yeah. grounded. Yeah. I don't even know. I mean, there's so many times that I like straight away and they put me right back. No matter how, how hard I had to pull, they put me right back. So it was like, 2020, especially with the, 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 the tweet you pulled up, I was like doing so many things to be liked on in the internet Yeah. because I had no relationship with anybody in real life. So that's what it was. It was exactly. a matter of like trying to find almost like your community because you didn't have one in real life. Most definitely. And the, the way the gaming community worked back then was so weird because you have to be, it was like, who can be the most toxic? Ooh. And being the most toxic is like the opposite of, you know, being godly and, yeah. and holy and having a, a relationship with Christ. Um, but it was like I was competing with this, this, this kind of, this motive, like not this motive, but this like, this mindset. Almost like two sides. Yeah. Yeah, you can be like with two flipping sides. flipping a coin. Mm. And it's like I'm code switching. Every time I go on Twitter, I'm this guy. Every time I'm in real life, I'm this guy. It's like, it kind of conflicts so much, especially when you're not, you know, you're trying to be the best you can be in real life, but then you got a whole other side of you on mm. the internet. 
So it was, yeah, it's just tragic. You know, in moments, like you just said, right, because I have those moments too where, you know, you know that this is, like, you, let's talk about when you're alone time, when you're having your alone time, you know that this is who I am in essence. And then, you know, like you said, like on, when you get on social media, like you might feel like you need to like alter yourself to become like something that is not necessarily you, but it feels like that's what might help you like win in this game because mm -hmm. it literally does feel like a game. How do you go about like taming yourself to ensure that you don't fall too far away from like just your core self? It's a very thin line. Yeah. It's like a fishing rod. It's crazy. To be honest, you gotta throw a line down there on Twitter and then bring yourself back up every so often just so you don't lose the like, yeah. you know, the bait. Um, it's really what it is. It's really bait. You're like a, a worm on a hook at that point. Um, you're feeding the fish down there that want because the whole thing about the internet, especially in, in the stuff that I was trying to do, is you kind of you want to be somebody that people can't be. So it's like. You want to you want people to see you as something they can't become themselves, so they yeah. have a reason to see you. It's like attention seeking. It's like they want to be you, but they can't, so that's why they look up to you, kinda. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it's it's tough. Mm. It's tough. At what point do you feel like you kind of got better at balancing it? Because I do feel like there was there seems to be been like there was like a shift for you. Cause I don't know if it was because there was also another period where you were talking about oh you know I know Fortnite isn't what's going to take me to like the next level for me. So was it that you kind of was at, you was at home one day thinking let me let me actually find a different outlet like let me see if something else is going to work for me. Yeah, that's actually interesting. I I love these questions. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, it was like at that point I was getting copyright striked like yeah. almost every day. I wasn't making any money from YouTube. I yeah. made enough money to get myself a computer, but that was about it. I couldn't really go much farther because there wasn't a Fortnite server in. Texas at the time, mm. so I was like at a barrier with lag. I couldn't win tournaments because everybody was like, had a better connection to the server than me. Um, so I kind of took a break for a while and I was studying cinematography. Mm. Wow. Like I wanted to be a director, like work on films. Ah, so your videos, your videos now make sense to yes, me. Yes, I, I watched was like, your recent music video the other day. I said, this man is an artist. <laughs> Hello. Thank you, but um, yeah, I was trying to search for like different avenues. I mean, I kept coming back to Fortnite because you know, that's what I knew. Mm -hmm. But I was just watching all these tutorials. I was trying to learn how to get this equipment. I had the backstage app, trying to be an actor as well. Writing books, poetry, so much more. It was like, I was trying to find something else, mm. you know? But, yeah. How did we fall into music? My mom, yeah. The copyright strikes led me to just complain to her. I used to just keep it to myself and be like, I mean, my parents don't really care about this, so why would I bother them about it? But. I told my mom that I was getting copyright strike and I wasn't making money at all. Yeah. She was like, just make your own music. Mm. Get out of my face. Like, no, move. Mm. Um, and I hopped in a closet the next day. My sister's closet at that because I don't have a walk-in. She has like a yeah. premium, like a, like a premium walk-in closet. Um, and I made my first song in there. It was Runaway. Mm. Mm -hmm. And now there was something I was watching where you were talking about the freedom and being able to, I can imagine that, right? The freedom of being able to create music from a space that's so isolated from right. the world, especially someone who, you know, cherishes their alone time, right? Is it now that you're you're in a completely different space, you know, you no longer have to be in your sister's closet because you have premium studios all around the world that you can work in, but you still, I, I can't, I sense, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I sense that you're still someone who will still go back to working in the studio, still goes back to working in, in, sorry, in the closet, your sister's closet. Yeah, I mean, I do that still most of the time. Yeah. The whole project that's, that's coming out is just exclusively in the closet on my phone. Mm. Like, there's no studio checks in there at all. Wow. So I'm trying to keep it, as grounded as I, as I can for as mm -hmm. long as I can, and then yeah. we'll, we'll make that, that step to, you know, the studio tracks, not insane production, crazy yeah. vocals, et cetera. But right now it's like trying to keep this loud, loud I call it loud silence. Like you can hear every flaw from the, the band lab and the phone tracks. Mm -hmm. it's, not, it's not perfect. I think that's what people like about it. I mean, it's, you can hear the, the flaws and it's not perfect at all. Mm. Is that something that you cherish, like things not being extremely perfect? 
sometimes, I mean, other times things have to be perfect, I mm -hmm. feel like, but the things that can be, can succeed by imperfection, mm -hmm. I, I cherish that more. I love that. For sure. I love that. I think that matters so much because, you know, when you're a creative, like things that are ensuring that things, things being perfect is so important. Like even, you know, down to me, like I've recently just got a new set, a completely different space and I'm really operating my show from like a completely different lens, right? Yeah. And it's been so interesting because I was so used to before, like I, I was obsessed with perfection and I think with perfection, what it does is it eliminates you being real. It eliminates you being yourself, right? So I want to know from your lens, as you carry yourself in this space that you are, you know, operating in, I think you can clearly see like exactly like where, where it is you're going. How do you ensure that you kind of stay, you stay that, that David that's, you know, in his sister's closet, that David that is making music, that is, I feel like your music seems like it's music that you're making from like your experience, like things that you're seeing and things that inspire you rather mm -hmm. than like wanting to like fit, you know, people's agenda or pe what people want. Most definitely. Um, again, my parents, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Keep pulling me down to earth every time I try to get too high above it, you know? Mm. Um, but yeah, the, the music side of it is weird because, like, I made Here With Me after watching Up. So pulling from experiences that I have not had yet. I haven't fell in love yet. At least I don't think. I hope not. Jeez. <laughs> but, hey. Um, but yeah, I mean... It's, it's really everything, mm. to be honest. And just looking at where I'm at and looking at where other people are mm -hmm. and try not to raise expectations mm. or try to be like, oh, I like that, so let me try to do that. I'm just, you know, building off of the stepping stones that I've, the footprints that I've set behind myself. Mm. Looking back every so often and looking at where they're at and I keep walking in the same direction or maybe I make a, a turn. I make a turn here, mm -hmm. go backwards, maybe I've done something wrong, go backwards a little bit, mm -hmm. retrace the steps, do a right. Um, it's just about self-correction and yeah. self-awareness. Yeah. I think you, you're a very self-aware person. Most definitely. Like, I break yeah. the fourth wall all the time. It's like, I'll see myself in third person sometimes. It's oh, crazy. Really? Oh, yeah. I it's love crazy. that. Your mind seems so very, like, just very expansive. And I was talking to my producer. I've never heard that before. Thanks. Expansive. <laughs> expansive. Like, you're just very expansive. Wow. Like, there's, it seems like there's a lot going on. There's a lot that you're pulling from. And I think I probably get that just because I've been, like, over the last couple of days, I've been, like, super deep diving into the mind of David. I'm like, who is this young man? Because what is this, literally? Um, but I was speaking to my producer the other day, and I was like, isn't it? interesting that at 17 years old you can be not even no because you weren't even 17 years old at the time at this point but I think you're maybe like 15 when you were talking about oh like um where will I grow when will it be my time to shine and when is it my turn and I've been doing this for so long I've been grinding and I'm like ah excuse me like you're literally five like can we all calm down but my thing is but it's, it's beautiful because I'm like you must have felt some pull in you where you were like, this is, this is my, th th I'm destined for something great. I'm destined for something bigger. So for me, it's like, where did that, that clarity, that, that sureness come from? That sureness that, that tweet, like, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, was it a sweet? I don't actually know where I got that from, but there was some, there, there was somewhere I saw. I think it was a sweet. Yeah. I think I was grinding for a phase or something at the time. And I feel like, what happened? No, somebody got into the team. Mm -hmm. Somebody that I was friends with for yeah. a long time in the mm -hmm. gaming space. He got into the team before me, and I've been grinding for like ever, and he got in before me. I was like, I've been playing this game since it came out, grinding for this team since it came out, you know? And then like, I feel like I deserved it more. That was kind of like a, that, that was, was kind of a vain statement. It was like mm -hmm. an ego thing. That wasn't genuine at all. Um, I feel like that should've been my spot. I should've been in that position. That was a, a moment of like self-reflection right there, because why, why do I deserve it? I've been playing the game, but 
he has connections. Mm. He's probably been working at it mm -hmm. harder than me in other aspects because you can't work harder than somebody mm -hmm. in just one way. It's all calculation at the end of the day. So he could have been like working hard behind the scenes, not showing it. And I'm trying to prove myself to everybody watching me in public. So, you know, it's just like more of a rivalry thing kind mm, of, that like I that. had with other people. But did you, even for yourself though, did you ever, have you kind of always seen yourself like doing something big? Because I get it, I get the rivalry element of things, but I feel, I feel like you've always just felt like you needed to be like bigger than you were or like just being very clear that there's something else for me, there's something bigger for me. In gaming, yeah. I mean, it wasn't like I knew I was gonna do something cool. Cause I was like, if I'm if I'm not making it in gaming, I'm not making it in, in anything else. Like that's where my head was at. Wow. Yeah, it was that's like, intense. So I got a job at Starbucks like November, December, mm -hmm. 2021. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm gonna keep doing this to fund my gaming. Since I'm not making money from Fortnite, I'm gonna use this to fund everything. So I got another computer from the Starbucks money. I got fired. <laughs> I got fired in March. Um, but yeah, I was you like, if, 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 yeah, for, for something, for something stupid. Um, but it was, it was gaming or nothing. Do? They said I stole grilled cheese sandwiches. Did you steal grilled cheese sandwiches? Technically, I did. So you did. Now listen, the, the story, the story is, okay. listen, I was working there for, I signed up for half time, mm -hmm. part time hours, mm -hmm. and they gave me nine to five, morning shifts five to nine, and then night shifts weekly. I was working full time hours. Um, and I used to eat there, so like I, I can't leave because yeah. they won't let me like leave the store. And this is a, a, a Starbucks inside of a smaller franchise. There's a, a, a supermarket franchise in Houston called Kroger. Yeah. And like they're so strict. I used to eat my lunch there every day, but there's a discount button. My the person that trained me said if you ever like short on two bucks, we got you. Big old green discount button right there for employees <laughs> only. I'm like, okay, say less. So when I'm like, I got to where I was, where I was able to train people, I would see some, you know, use that discount button right there. If you're too short on $2, you can use it too. I'm using it. She using it. He using it. You can use it <laughs> the too. The whole team using the, it. The whole team was All like, right, you cool. know, just eating good. <laughs> like grilled cheese sandwiches, macaroni yeah. and cheese, getting the free like banana loaf. Like, and then one day I get called up to the office and then my boss is like, yo, don't talk to her without your union representative. I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> like, so I go upstairs and like, yo, this is a felony. I'm like, what? What is a felony? He's like, we, we saw you on the camera. You've been using this discount button. You've been stealing these grilled cheese sandwiches for about, what, four weeks. I was like, stealing? This is, it's a discount. I, I still paid, mm -hmm. right? And it was like, four of us got fired. We're short staffed. We have one person working a shift. Mm -hmm. That's why I got three people a day mm -hmm. working different shifts. And we're, we're short staffed. And they fired four of us for stealing the grilled cheese sandwiches. Apparently, the discount button is only for managers. Oh my God. And I wasn't a manager. So I got oh fired God. on the spot. Was that your first job? First job and last. <laughs> and, then, and then, I mean, I don't think you need it anymore. Okay, but like, I paid them back too. Did you actually? In full, it was $14.67. And they fired you for that? Yes. Look where you are now. You don't really need Starbucks anymore, to be honest. So mm -hmm. maybe that just was one of those things that needed to happen. Just to, I want to probably own a Starbucks franchise. You want to, just, just for the sake of it, just to be that, like, that you know one, what, 14 pounds. Exactly. Period. No, I hear it. I want to um, deconstruct your, your, creative, your creativity a little bit more. I think um, creativity, when you hear, you know, other artists talking about their various like mediums, whether it's like, I need to make music, you know, at 4 a.m. in the morning, lights dim, candles on, you know, everybody has like their own thing, right? And everybody draws their inspiration from various things. So I want to know like from you, have you, are you at a point now where you kind of like have understood or understand what your creative pullings are? 
Um, nah, you can never. No? I don't feel like you can ever understand mm. where your feelings Because you can't limit yourself to one inspiration, if that makes sense. Mm. Like, I make music wherever I'm at. In the hotel room, I made like three songs. Today? Yeah, not today. Oh, <laughs> Whoa. I was say, Jesus. Uh, nah, I made one yesterday, and then wow. the day before that, I made two more. Um, but I made, I think my record is nine songs mm -hmm. in one day, one night, in a, a span of like from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. Wow. Um, but I make music wherever I'm at, because it's so accessible, it's on my phone. Mm. It's like I was like locked into a studio before finding it. I was like, okay, how do I music on my phone now? It's like, it was a transition to get into the studio with other people and like work with other brains in the room because I'm not used to having so much input on art that's supposed to be personal to you, if that makes sense. But I'm How starting to understand that? the, I love it. Mm. I love it now. But I remember the first couple of times I went to the studio, I was literally on my phone, in the booth with earbuds in, mm. with a $4,000 mic in front of my face. <laughs> when you say you used to speak into your phone. Yeah, in Crazy. the studio. But yeah, I don't think you can, I can never fully grasp my creative process because it changes every mm -hmm. day. I wake up wanting to make something new every day. Mm. There's new thoughts every day, new experiences every day. So it's Tuesday still the best day for you to make music. Tuesday definitely still, still. is. Still, that's that. mad. Talk to me about that because what is that? So just for context for anyone who doesn't know, so he essentially said somewhere, I don't even know where I found this, but you were like, yeah, I make my best songs on Tuesday. And I was like, hey, what do you mean you make your best songs on Tuesday? <laughs> yeah, um, because I made romantic homicide on that day. Okay. And I hated that song. Yeah, and now until it's... Until I put it out. Yeah. So now I'm like, okay, Tuesday might be the day. This is a two-part two combo. If I hate the song, it's probably good. And if it's on a Tuesday, it's probably good. So it's those two things. So do you set yourself up for that then, like knowing that? Are you kind of like, okay, well, let me wait till it's closer to a Tuesday. Do you know what I mean? Like, is that now become something that you're like a little bit more intentional about? Mm -mm. I'll that? just wait for the Tuesday song to do its thing. <laughs> It's like, I'll record Monday, Tuesday mm. comes, I know it's today, yeah. Wednesday comes, it's the same thing. I'm just, you know, keeping it fresh. Mm. Like. Keeping it David. Exactly. What does that mean? I have no idea. No idea? What is David? Like, how would you, seeing as you are now, like, how would you describe, like, what the David sound is? Because the thing is, you know what, your music, every song kind of sounds a little bit different, mm -hmm. but there seems like there's something different being conveyed like with obviously every song has a different meaning of course but right. I even mean the sound like it sounds like sometimes you sound like English and I'm like did I just hear like an English accent and then did I hear like an American accent it seems like you consistently just shifts ever changing yeah I mm. mean I enjoy the fun of music and for music to stay fun it has to stay fresh mm. so every time I make something it has to be a little bit different or completely different than the last song I made I remember I found Pink Panthers. I mean, Dirty Secrets is the one with the UK I accent. Yeah. I was listening to, I think it was, it was one, one song off the EP she dropped. And it was the first thing I heard. It wasn't on TikTok either, it was on YouTube. I found it on YouTube. Who's this? Pink Panthers. Oh yeah, I love, love. Heard one huh? song about her and I was like, yup, that's mine now. Love. And I used the accent, Dirty Secrets. And uh, I hope I, you know, respected the art enough mm. to be able to do that. Hope you, do I have your permission? Yeah. Thank you. See, I got the. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I indeed, love it. but yeah, it's like I'll hear something in passing subconsciously, and then like inject itself into the next song I make mm. without me even thinking about it. So, I think the only one where it was conscious like that was probably Up, and there's one song called Drink and Drive, that is unreleased. Mm. Is that going to be part of the, pro the new project? No, didn't make it. Wasn't that you didn't hate it enough for it to be? And I didn't hate it enough. Tuesday? Probably right. I did not hate it enough. I got you. Yeah. It's interesting because I think so many people take different things from like your music 
there's always like a different, you'll hear one song, like Romantic on the Side, and people will just hear it apart and be like, oh my God, I got this from it and it helps me in this way and blah, blah, blah. And it's just all different meanings. I kind of put together like a bunch of tweets that I've been, you know, reading that I'm like, oh my God, you know, being someone who is just stepping into new arenas, like a new, a completely different world. Like, I just wonder how you take this and how you feel about, firstly, do you know what, before I even read out some of these tweets to you, how do you feel about people attaching so many different things to your meaning, so, so many different things to the songs you write. I, I love it so much. I love leaving things up to interpretation because that means like you're telling your story through mm. the song. And that, that's, that's why I make music. Like I used to make it for myself. I used to walk around with my headphones and just listen to my own music. But now it's much bigger than that and other people are hearing it mm -hmm. and getting what they need from it. Um, and if you can tell a story through someone else's words because you can't express it yourself, I feel like that's like, the most important thing about being an artist Golden. is to be able to share and have people connect with it and resonate with it mm. on a personal level. Mm. So, Is that what matters to you most when it comes most to people hearing your definitely, songs? Definitely. Most definitely. Mm -hmm. I love that. I'm going to read out some of these tweets to you and I want to see like your reaction to them. Okay. Hmm. This song holds a special place in my ear for a long time. I was listening and crying to this in an Uber on my way to the station. That day, me and my currently long distance boyfriend had to say goodbye after, spread, after spending time in London for a week. This song was just so perfect and also heartbreaking at the same time. Oh, Cute, right? Is that romantic homicide? I think so. Oh. But then I think even some of the other songs like placebo effects, I feel like that would also make someone feel that way as well. Uh -huh. It's interesting. Okay, another one. It's crazy to think just a few months ago, he was a kid singing on his phone in the closet. We are all so proud of you, David, man. Keep up the great work. <laughs> oh, I love that. Crazy. I'm still the kid on my phone. Though. You think so? <laughs> yeah. Everybody hates us today. Um, that kind of brings me to my next, um, just what I, what I wanted to talk to you about, like about having a solid community, right? So we were kind of exploring this earlier on about the import, about just your community on Twitter and you kind of letting people know how you f where you were, how you feel, blah, blah. I think that is something, especially with the growth of, you know, platforms like TikTok, people talk about the importance of like having a community and building community. You're active on there. You are consistently there with, if you're not dancing in your sister's closet or you're like <laughs> jumping around the room or doing some madness, you're doing something on there. So how important is um, that, that community and having people feel like they're a part of the journey? How does that feel for you? So important. I mean, mm. there's nothing more rewarding than feeling like you were a part of a success story. Like, I feel like everybody, I, that's why I don't regard my listeners as fans. It's like, it's a community. Mm. That's what it is, especially on Twitter and Fortnite. I mean, I used to cry when I couldn't play the game because, like, those are my people. Like, I feel like those are the people that knew me the best because mm. of we connected over this game. Like, the gaming community is so powerful in the way that everybody experienced the same thing and that video games is an escape for every single kid that got on the game at the same time as you and talking to you at the same time. It just, it's by chance as well. It wasn't like we planned to get on the game. It's like random. You meet random people every day mm -hmm. with different stories to tell. And that's how I feel with music as well. People that listen to your music, and it's, it's, it's one, one song, but they can take a million different things out of it for different situations and different parts of their life. Um, I, I mean, it's, it's, what's the word I'm looking for here? It's important. It's in something with an I. It's leaving my brain, but it's, it is important. Mm. It's powerful. It's, I think powerful is probably a better word for it. Mm -hmm. How do you intend on nurturing that? Because I think as you as you get bigger, sometimes it's hard to like you know find the time to 
check in and write that tweet and do this because you have to be in, I don't know, I keep saying Singapore, I don't know what my obsession is with Singapore, but you might have to be in Singapore, so you might not have the time to, you know, write that tweet. So how do you, how do you intend to kind of, you know, continue to nurture the, the, that relationship with the, with the community? DMs, I think. DMs? Yeah, I try to answer every one of them. Wow, Incomprehensible. Incomprehensible wow. is what I was looking for. Oh, okay. But yeah, I try to answer everybody, you know, um, and just keep that connection personal so people feel like they know me. Because if you don't feel like you know the person that you're listening to and the person that's helping you through any situation, then it's like you feel so far away from, from the them. person that's ultimately bringing you to a sense of like, okay, other people feel this too, et cetera. Mm. So just keeping that personal connection with them is like I love that. so important to me. You're, you're a really good person. I like you. you a lot, David. I want to play a little game. Well, it's not really a game, but I do, I do have something for you. So I'm going to move my little um, panda who okay. doesn't have a name just yet, but I'm going to put him or her. What do you think, him or her? Poe. Poe? From Kung Fu Panda. This doesn't really feel right. No. You feel like this is like a Poe. Why Poe? Because Kung Fu Panda. I don't know. It's giving me more like Isabel. Isabel, I, I guess so. <laughs> like, I guess so. It's just a little bit more. I guess so. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Somebody can help us with that name, but let's just put this young man or lady here. So I have this box over here, right? This okay. is what we call the Bello box. And in the Bello box, there's always a little, you know, a little bit of something. A little bit of something. A little bit, okay. a little bit, of, something, a little bit of something for my guests, just based on like some of the things I've. Ah, maybe the noise shouldn't be that bad, but just based on you know some of the things I've seen. Um, so I'm going to put it on the table and I want to see what we can do with this and how you feel about this. Okay. Do you want to open it? I think maybe you yeah, should open it. It's your, I mean, it's your, it's, your, it's your gift. It's your item. <laughs> a bonnet? So what do you, what, <laughs> Two bonnets? What do you think we're about to do with the bonnets? What do you think this means? I'm going to put it on. I'm going to play games. Do we have to put the bonnet on? Because I saw the, the, the controller right there. You saw the controller over there. Tough for you. Well, to be honest, the thing is, I wanted to, I was like, I really want to get into David's head and I want to get into David's mind. And I, I'm like, why is this man always in a bonnet? Why are you always in a bonnet, uncle? There's always a bonnet on your head at it's some point. It's a part of the ever-going D4VD lore. Who? Lore. The D4VD lore. Is that a Fortnite person? No, it's me. Oh my god, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's like it's a bunch so of like good. English just completely went over my head. Don't even worry about it. I I'm mean, so like, dead. We got the blindfold character, we got the bonded character, we got the gaming character, and we got me. Four Davids in D4. Indeed. It just clicked. Indeed. It just, it just. You didn't get it too? Okay, so I'm not the only one that's like a little bit slow because I said, oh, so that's what the four in the D for David means. For multiverses. Okay, cool. I mean, thank you for revealing that. You've never said that before. I don't think I... First. Hello. Thank you very much. All right, our bonnet on. Let's do it. I don't really know how I look with a bonnet, but fabulous. Thank you so much. Whoever this gentleman is, please, someone give him a drink. He needs a drink. Wow. Make sure look good. Is this like something that you do when you're about to like play all your games or anything? Just TikTok. Just oh, so this you had it. You had it in an interview as well. You had it like you did like a live show I with did. someone, and you had that bonnet on. And I said, "This man is not normal. Yeah. I love it. I, I love it." <laughs> yeah, I wear ski mask when I play video games. See, I don't want to make any like false promises. I don't know if we can actually do this. Is it um, downloaded? I don't really. Let's see. Let's see where we're at. Where are we at with this team? Please, please, yeah. Junior. please. I'm sorry, this is so, I don't really get it because I'm like, what do people enjoy about this? What is, what is there to enjoy? <laughs> this is so simulation. ridiculous. I'm about to score, so just be ready for what's, that. What's just be ready for that. Just be ready for that. Just be ready for that. Excuse me. What was that? David, please. 
I was right there though. Doesn't even make sense. Where are my people? West Ham. Can they replay that? I want them to replay it. Oh, it's the score. So I'm actually kind of doing well. Oh, it's the score, by the way. Oh, okay. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. This game is new. This is not for me. That's it. Ah! It's simple. I let you It's simple. It's my chef, so I was like, you know what? It's simple. Nah, it's quiet. It's quiet. It's quiet. You gotta Okay, cool. I did want to know though. Um, okay, cool. I didn't want to know. Thank though. you. Ooh. Bye. Bye. Okay, okay. That was. Uh, that was Ooh, that was really good when we go. What the heck? Did you see that save? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Where's the man with the red arrow? Oh my god. I'm kind of good at this. I'm not gonna lie. Five, I'm actually kind of good six. at this. Six. It's over. It's okay. over. I feel like you should have really allowed me to win just then. No. That felt like a really vulnerable position for me. Nah. This is like this is like your we've entered your world. I'm in your bonnet, you know, it should have been like I guess. I mean I got the win, you got the sun, so uh, okay. Praise, I, I love that. I but guess. you know what I was thinking like while we were playing that I was like, I can understand how when you're good at it and you actually know what you're doing, I clearly did not. Most when definitely. you're <laughs> so was, Most relax. Definitely. But when you're playing that kind of game and like, you know, you're kind of like in your own world, I can imagine how that would like isolate you out and make you feel almost like you're in your own kind of universe a little yeah, bit. Yeah. You become like the characters in the game. Mm, I wanna know if was that kind of was that a method of you, you know, when we were talking about loneliness, we touched on it just a little bit earlier when we were mm. talking about loneliness, was that kind of your escape from that feeling. Not for sure. I mean, I'm a whole different person when I get on the game. Like, my parents can tell you. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm a whole different person when I'm on the game. In like, what sense? Like, you feel, is it more like a character that you, who you want to be? I guess you, yeah, I guess you could say that. But I'm just like 10 times overboard. I'm screaming. Like, mm. yeah, I'm, t I'm terribly loved when I'm on the game. Really? Yeah. I love that so much. I love that. Do you feel like that being that version of yourself online is something that not online, but when you're playing when you're playing the game is a version of yourself that you also want to bring into the David that you are like in real life? I brought it on stage. Mm. I bring it on stage. Okay. Yeah, I told my mom before the first show in Houston. I was like, yo, when I'm on the game, that's how it's gonna be on stage. Be ready for me on the game to mm. be on stage. So it's almost like that that you that was existing offline is now just existing as real life you. Indeed. I love that because I think in your, I think especially just being so young, like I think that's a struggle for a lot of people your age. So let's even touch on that. Like in your, is that is that a message or some, a part of like your story that you feel like is important for you to kind of tell for just even the younger generation to understand that? I guess it's kind of, it's almost seems like it's a, it's a journey and it's something that right now you might not feel like you can, you know, allow yourself to like be your best version or the version of yourself that you want to be. Mm -hmm. But with time and as you change and as you evolve, like it's something that just kind of comes or exudes naturally. What is, I mean, it's just maturity. Mm. With the exact, what you describe is just maturity. Mm. It's just growing. Yeah. It's just growing pains. You know, you have to go through a bunch of stuff to get to like diamonds, pressure, applying pressure to become beautiful. It's literally what it is. I love that. I'm really excited for you. I'm really excited to watch how Thank like you. you you shift things. I feel like you're coming to shift. Thank you. You're coming to cause some trouble. Would you say that? You're coming <laughs> not, to not, not trouble, maybe not trouble, but you're definitely coming much. to cause some shifts. Word. Yeah? Mm -hmm. How would you define that shift? Um, what's expected of people? Adverting expectations. That's all I really want to do. Mm -hmm. I love the unexpected. I love when people, you know, advert expectations. So I love like doing things that's above and beyond what's expected of the average 17-year-old, mm. yeah. African-American, mm. anything like that, mm. so. How do you plan on doing that? I have no idea. Mm. I'm taking, like, I'm just, like, taking it one day at a time, and if I see something that's doing, I mean, it's like, I said this last night at a dinner, 
I said execution instead of goals, instead of planning. Sacrifice. It's a sacrifice. Thank you, Father. Sacrifice instead. Yeah, it's my father. Right oh there. my yeah, God! Yeah. I didn't. This whole time, yeah. I didn't know. Hi, Dad. Yeah. How are you? How do you feel seeing your your son to be so expressive and just so <laughs> him? Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. I love that. Yeah. I love that you have you because you have your whole family around you right yeah, now. Yeah, they're literally at Yeah. And your sister's here as well. Mm. How does it feel? Does it feel like would you put would you would you say your sister's also something like such a a big part of this journey? Just because I'm thinking like the closet and you know you you show you show her so much online. Yeah. Actually, no. I mean, if it, if it was if he wasn't here, it'd probably be my closet, so I could take a full writing <laughs> credit and everything, you know. But. Yeah, she's, she's, she's an important part of the whole process, too. I love sure. this. I love this. I'm, I'm really proud of you. I'm excited for this. Thank, thank you. Thank you for talking to me today. Of course. Thank you for having me. Give me a hug. Thank you. You enjoyed yourself? Yes. Good. This is what we type, everybody. Hello, everyone. <laughs>